Welcome to Real Talk for Real Teachers. I'm Dr. Becky Bailey, the creator of Conscious Discipline, expert in education, child development, and a lifelong teacher and learner. For those listening who are not aware of Conscious Discipline, it is a comprehensive self-regulation program that integrates social-emotional learning, school culture, and discipline. It provides the seven powers for conscious adults to help teachers regulate their emotions enough to see conflict differently and the seven basic skills of discipline that empower teachers to respond to conflict and upset in a way that instills life skills. Today, we're talking about conscious discipline with special needs children. Some of you might know this, but Conscious discipline has been an integral part of supporting the development of children with special needs from its beginning. So we started in 1996. So I think it was back around 1998, 99, maybe 2000. Dade County Public Schools adopted conscious discipline for its early childhood programs with children with special needs. Now just to put that in perspective, that was a wow for us because Dade County is the fourth largest school district in the United States with 392 schools and over 40,000 employees. Our big movement started with children with special needs. And the interesting fact about the Dade County situation was it never really took hold in regular early childhood education. It was perceived as a program for special needs children. You also may be interested to know that in late February of 2020, we will have our first two-day training of conscious discipline with children with autism. So that's going to be happening in Orlando. So stay in touch through our website if this is of interest to you. Today, we are listening in on a conversation I had with Katie Keller. Join us as she shares how she used Baby Doll Circle Time, a product of ours where we do circle time with baby dolls and with young children, and Feeling Buddies, another product that helps children learn to manage their emotions with children with special needs and showing the power of both of them. I'm here with uh, Katie Keller. And so, Katie, tell us where you're from and what you do. Okay. I'm a school social worker in the Burnsville Savage Egan School District 191, and I am a school social worker in an elementary building. Okay, so where is that located? That is about 20 minutes from Minneapolis. Oh, wow, so way up there in cold weather. Yes. Okay, so we've been talking earlier, and you're doing something quite phenomenal with your the Feeling Buddies and Baby Doll Circle Time combined or separately, or tell us about what you're doing. So prior to my current placement, I was working with early childhood special education, so birth to five-year-olds, and I was going into the classroom and using baby doll circle time along with feeling buddies with some of our most difficult students in the self-contained classroom, as well as going into the preschool classroom where students were in a combined classroom with special education and general education. Okay, so let's start with the self-contained one. So how what kind of diagnosis did they have to have to get into that classroom? So it ranged. So we have some students that were in an autism classroom. Mm -hmm. So the ratio of staff to students, we had more staff than students. (laughs) Um, And then we also had some students that it was a range of disability. So it could have been they had a significant cognitive delay, 
autism, or even just emotional behavioral concerns. Okay, so now you walk in, had they had previous experience with the Feeling Buddies and Baby Doll Circle Time, or are you just bringing this into the classroom? I was just bringing it into the classroom. The teachers hadn't done the work with them yet. Okay, so tell us how you did this and what you did, and then we'll talk about what you saw. Okay, so I met with the teacher, and the teacher and I worked closely together, and they were open to me coming into the classroom. And so I came in and I started singing with my bag of baby dolls. <laughs> um, and what was beautiful to see is that some of our students that didn't sit at group and needed their little carpet square to know just where to sit actually were attending to group and being gentle and kind and loving with the baby doll. Um, that didn't always happen um, yeah. at first, but from the beginning to the end, we saw great progress with that. How did you know? Tell me what great progress meant. Um, students that would be aggressive or violent maybe to the toys within the classroom or their peers in the classroom are now sitting and being gentle and being able to calm with the baby doll and being able to do those I love you rituals with the doll and making that eye contact that maybe they weren't making eye contact previously uh, was a beautiful thing to watch. Now did any of that, so, so you're going, get your baby, get, get your yeah, baby. Yes. Okay, you're doing the whole yeah. process. Yes. And then you're having them do round and round the garden or something right. with their baby. Yep. So how did, did you see that transfer at all from baby doll circle time out into the real world? Yeah, so many of our students, um, we would have the classroom divided up. So some students would be playing maybe over in pretend mm -hmm. play and some would be over in the reading area and staff with each of them and seeing more gentle play. Um, so a lot of the students just play alongside each other and aren't interacting together. Mm -hmm. But in cr with the baby doll circle time, um, a lot of those students then would transfer that over and go and do that with the baby dolls that were in there. And then the teacher could help them play with one another in a more gentle way. Oh, wow. And so how old are these kids? Three to five. Three to five in the classroom. Yes. Okay. So now take us through the feeling buddies. So they didn't have the feeling buddies in the classroom. You brought those in too? Yeah. So, um, there was a group of us that did that for professional learning. Mm -hmm. So we did the book together and then we're learning that together and then doing that during their circle time. Now you did the Feeling Buddies book or the Conscious Discipline book or both? Both. 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 But we had done the Conscious Discipline book, then this was a few years later, then okay. we're doing the, the Feeling Buddies. Um, just focusing on Feeling Buddies. Right. And so you went into the classroom and you've got children with cognitive delay, autism, et cetera, so take it from there. Tell us kind of specifically, what did you do? I mean, you had to modify things, right? Yes, okay. so the, the classroom that we did the Feeling Buddies with was a very, very difficult classroom. These, these students had autism, but they were very verbal and um, but very dysregulated. So many times for, I would say, at least the first couple months, it took 20 to 30 minutes for them to even come to group. It was hiding under tables, screaming mm -hmm. and crying, not wanting to do that. Eventually them actually coming, sitting at group, some were in um, little baskets so they yeah. knew where their surroundings were to keep safe or rift in chair and actually doing the feeling buddy of being able to sit with that feeling because most of our students, nope, I'm happy. As they're screaming and crying, they are happy because 
upset was a negative feeling for them. So let me see if I got this right. So it took a couple months for them actually to want to come over. Yes. Was was them were they hiding, you think, from the buddies or hiding from you or upset with you? Or was that just typical behavior in this classroom? Was it a new person come in? You wanted them to do something that was yeah. scary to them? What I noticed, it wasn't a new person because they would come to group when we would do other things. When it was talking about feelings, that was something that they did not want to do. That mm. made them, um, they, they showed resistance. Yes. And so after working through that, really giving them that time, letting them know that they were safe, that they could handle this using, using visuals and mm. just waiting them out eventually then they did attend to the group. And so once they started coming over with the buddies and interacting with the buddy, what did you see then? A decrease in how much time it took them to process through their upsets. So many students still were needing to use the safe place many times throughout the class period, mm -hmm. but they were more willing and they trusted the adult and the feeling buddy to help them work through that feeling. So if they were typically 20 minutes out of control, we're knocking it down to say what? Um, for I'm thinking of one student in particular where it could be, I mean, even probably up to an hour to where I would say 20 minutes, he would be able to work through that. Yeah. Um, and then I'd be able to say, I can handle this, do the breathing, do the I love you ritual, and walk through the feelings and um, get back into the next thing that they needed to do in class. Did you see ever that after manipulating the feeling buddies and looking at the faces on the buddies, did it seem like they had a little better sense of what others uh, uh, or, or could they tell anything on anybody's real face? In this, in this classroom, I did see an increase in them understanding other people's feelings yeah. and their friends. Because many of them would do things to one another that could be hurtful yeah. and them recognizing that. They could recognize it. Yes. Two of the boys that I'm thinking about in particular, I mean, they struggled immensely, but they made a lot of progress. Wow. What I have seen at some point, some uh, one teacher combined the baby doll circle time with the feeling buddies. So sometimes they would do, quote, baby doll circle time with the babies. And then sometimes they would switch the babies for feeling buddies. Get your buddy, get mm -hmm. your buddy. And then they would, the buddy would fall and hit his head and they would pick it up and go, your buddy seems sad. And you're... Yeah. And when we combine those, we actually have seen some children with autism actually start showing emotional faces, emotion on their own mm -hmm. face, which I don't see often. They're right. usually just kind of right. there. But had you, did you see any facial change on the actual child or was it still that same look? For the two students that we worked more closely with, um, they were often sad um, and did not want to identify that they were feeling sad. Yeah. Um, I saw them work through that, but I think that's still a work in progress right. of them identifying all of that. So how long were you actually with this? 
we, small group of kids. We did that for the entire school year last year. Wow. But, and then do you think that investment in the time with those, that group of children that you spent with the Feeling Buddies was worth the time and the investment on their growth? Oh, absolutely. I mean, to see these kids not attending at group and being able to get along with their peers and be so dysregulated uh, the majority of the time, to see them then be able to attend at group, that was amazing to me. So yeah. yeah, absolutely amazing. And some of the students that I work with, I know that they're going home into families that don't know how to express emotions or be able to help them with the disability that they have. And so knowing that every single thing that we do at school is making an impact is huge. So I believe, I, there's many times where teachers will say, it's not changing. And my response is always, what you do matters. What you say every single day to that child is impacting their brain. And then certainly that's true. And so if you did the whole year, so it took a couple months for them to get comfortable yes. coming, and then you went on with it. So two months to get ready. Yeah. And then they started coming. At what point did you start seeing small changes in them or some change that you would say, yay? Well, I would say I feel like I see changes in, in, in children um, all the time. Yes. But to see the impact that the Feeling Buddies has or even the Baby Doll Circle Time, I feel like after we continue to do that, after those couple months, I feel like then we were seeing great change with them. Um, I feel like they still had many difficulties I'm with sure their right. disability, but yeah. to be able to access the safe place and not only use the feeling buddies while we're doing them in group, but now accessing those in the safe place is a big deal. It to is be able to go deal. over you and bet. to use that to help calm and soothe them is, I think, a, a great tool. A great tool. Yes. So just for them, for them to be able to access tools yeah. that help them yeah. is phenomenal. And certainly tools of this nature would right. add to it. Yeah. So if we if you were talking to other teachers of uh, children with special needs or children on the uh, with emotional difficulties or even extreme emotional yeah. difficulties, what would you say about baby doll circle time first? I would say there are so many th wonderful things that we can use with baby doll circle time, right? To, to recreate maybe some of the um, connections that they didn't have when they were mm -hmm. younger. So if there was um, a, a lack of that in their home or trauma, to be able to recreate that and rewire um, would be so impactful. I also think it when we were doing baby doll circle time, one of the things that we were able to see is to be able to work on all of the goals that we're trying to teach them within the classroom. So not only are we trying to teach soft touch and building that connection, but now we can work on following directions while we're doing mm -hmm. all of those other pieces together. And that I think was so, pro I mean, so profound to, to be able to watch yeah. that. So you would recommend it? I would absolutely recommend it. Okay, and the same for the feeling buddies. Yes. Even though you think they might not can comprehend it, you even though you think it might not be effective, you would still say give it a go. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you, Katie. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for talking with us today. We yeah. appreciate you and all you do. Yeah, thank you. Well, I must admit I agree with Katie Keller, especially in regard to baby doll circle time. 
I've often said we need to do a better job of letting people know about that product. Because if it was up to me, it would be in every early childhood program in this country, and I would expand it throughout the world. So what's Becky up to? Well, I've been exploring my white privilege and lack of cultural diversity in our conscious discipline trainings and what we can do about it and how do we improve it. In doing this, I'm reading a wonderful book called Spare the Kids by Dr. Stacy Patton. Dr. Patton is an, adopt, an adoptee child abuse survivor and former foster youth turned into award-winning journalist, child advocate, and assistant professor of multimedia journalism at Morgan State University. I'm in the first one-third of this book, and it is an eye-opener. Uh, I encourage everybody to read. The name of the book, again, is Spare the Kids by Dr. Stacy Patton. So, some celebrations. Our Conscious Discipline 10-session e-course was the 2020 Teacher's Choice Awards Professional Development winner. So, yay for that product. Yay for the work it does. And yay for all the people that it took to create it and put it out there and for all you users who have found it helpful. So that's it. So until next time, I wish you well. For more episodes of Real Talk with Real Teachers by Dr. Becky Bailey, visit ConsciousDiscipline.com forward slash podcasts. You can also subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app.